came to college from an animist background. He was the firstborn son and was dedicated to the household idol at birth so that he would inherit the family covenant with the spirits. This meant special treatment. He only ate and drank that which had been offered to the idol using dedicated utensils kept in the shrine. When he went to wash in the river, he heard the spirits that resided there. When Marcus became a teenager, however, he rebelled against his parents and decided to become a Christian. He went to the nearest church and listened with interest. However, he did not break his dedication to the idol. Later, he went to another church. There they taught him that he could be set free through the atoning blood of Jesus Christ. Marcus believed and was baptized with great joy, but still he did not break with the idol. When Marcus left home for his first job, he lost his joy in the Lord. For several years he was greatly troubled until a Christian friend told him that he must break his covenant with the idol. He went home and destroyed the special utensils kept for him in the shrine, and through prayer and faith in Christ, he broke that covenant. After that, Marcus was again filled with joy and heard the call of the Lord to serve him as a minister of the gospel. In this conclusion to his sermon, John summarizes his message in one sentence. Little children, keep yourself from idols. Verse 21. In Marcus's case, the idol was an image that the family used for placating the spirits. And in this sermon, John has shown that idols can take many shapes and forms. As Calvin writes, The apostle not only condemns idolatry, but he commands us to be aware of all images and idols. To make his point, John reminds the church of the facts that he has already established in verses 18 to 20. These are the truths that all who are born of God know with certainty. The first truth is that believers do not keep on sinning deliberately. 1 John 3 verse 6. Indeed, they cannot because the only begotten Son of God protects them from the power of the evil one and the sin of idolatry. Indeed, the evil one does not touch those who are born of God. Verse 18. He has no power over them. The second truth is similar. Believers know that they are of God, meaning that they live in fellowship with him. They also know that the rest of the world is not of God and is therefore under the power of the evil one. Verse 19. The third truth is that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came into the world in the flesh and through him believers can live in fellowship with the triune God. They therefore know and understand that the truth that gives eternal life is found in relationship with God and his Son, Jesus Christ. Verse 20. It follows from the sermon, therefore, that any false doctrine, unethical behavior, or hatred of others does not come from the true God, but proceeds from a self-centered alliance with the evil one. This is not the truth that is found in God. 
It has been proved a lie. 1 John 5 verse 10 If we are to remain in fellowship with God and one another, we must keep ourselves in Christ and away from anything that promotes self above the true God. Verse 21 As we complete our devotions in 1 John today, let us examine our hearts and put aside anything that is not true. In the words of John, Little children, keep yourself from idols. Let us pray. Psalm 96 verse 5 For all the gods of the people are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Heavenly Father, as we come to the end of this reading of 1 John, we thank you that we know that you are the true God and that you alone give us eternal life through your Son. Help us to keep ourselves from anything false or anything that is of the evil one. Keep us in your fellowship and away from the idols of our age. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lift Up Your Hearts Devotionals is produced by GAFCON Global Anglicans. To support this and other GAFCON ministry, please visit gafcon.org.